Hi, and welcome to Shaky Sports Journeys. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, uh, as always. Um, please be sure to subscribe to the channel. Uh, only an audio-only podcast today. Um, this is something very, very different to what uh, I've, I've mostly been doing on the on the channel, but a very interesting subject, something that I'm very passionate about as well. Um, but I welcome to the channel today. Um, some of you may have seen them on social media, uh, Twitter in particular, um, and known as Rangers Fans for Change. So I will say hello to the gentleman on the other side of the line. How are you? Very good. Thank you very much for having me on today. You're welcome. You're welcome. So what made you start this group and how many people roughly are involved in it? Well, currently there's between 40 and 50 people um, who are actively involved um, in uh, our group chat and who kind of drifted together uh, through social media, you know, like-minded people who weren't happy with some of the things that we were seeing um, from, you know, fans, the recent incident uh, in Glasgow with the sectarian singing. Um, Our main motivation for starting it is that we believe that the best way to address the issues that exist within our support and within the club is to try and enact change from within the support itself. Um, Because a lot of times when incidents like this happen, there's, you know, a lot of bad face slinging of insults back and forth. And a lot of the criticism can often come across as being in bad faith to Rangers fans and coming from people that they believe have an agenda and so a grassroots movement from within the support itself uh, we believe is the best way to tackle bigotry and discrimination within the support. Now you make an interesting point there Um, you do see it on social media obviously um, Rangers fans kind of don't see eye to eye um, you can tell there's a bit of friction there between them and the SFA um, and sometimes mm-hmm. some of the political groups. And, you, and you're right, that could feel like you're constantly having to defend yourself, um, which it does come across like that a lot of the time, that you know, feel that need to defend themselves. There being There's an agenda against them, as you say. And you being a part of the fan base, the people that are involved in your group are part of the fan base. You obviously care about the club. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're Rangers fans. So... How do you, how do you think you're going to, how, how do you, how are you really going to tackle this? Do you think that's something that just through Twitter um, and, and the following growing and, and making, raising awareness, do you think that's sufficient enough to, to make a change with something that's been probably had the bigotry involved in it for, for quite a long historical time, when, especially when it comes to Protestants and Catholics? Uh-huh, absolutely. Um well, you know, I think pretty much every Rangers fan at this point will be aware of the Everyone Anyone campaign um, that the club has um, had for almost two years, I think. Um, and it's been a breath of fresh air. It's been really great to see the club be proactive in trying to address uh, bigotry and discrimination within the club and to, you know, really emphasise the point that Rangers is a club that 
strives to be open to everyone. Um, but as much as it's been a great initiative and it's had many benefits, we feel that it's not specific enough in certain respects and that it would be helpful if this initiative included specific information about each individual type of discrimination and bigotry and the history behind it and how to tackle it. Um, it's a really good effort from the club, but it can come across as a bit vague sometimes. And so, you know, the main focus behind our group is encouraging more education um, among the support to try and you know generate understanding about why these issues exist and why they need to be stamped out um, and you know we do this with the belief that the vast majority of Rangers fans are not you know irredeemably <laughs> bigoted even the people that are going out and singing the songs we believe that the best approach is to educate them rather than, you know, punitive measures because this can ultimately just end up reinforcing those beliefs. And like you said, you know, people, when they're criticised by people that they think have an agenda, they kind of recede into it more. And so we think that the best approach is for a movement like this, like I said before, to come from within the fan base itself. People are questioning. I've, I've seen, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, that are you really Rangers fans? Um, you know, why do you wish to remain anonymous? What would your response be to that? I mean, <laughs> we don't, want to feel like we have to prove anything to anyone um, but what I would say is that the people who have these preconceived ideas about what you have to be and what you have to believe to be a Rangers fan um, these people even if every single one of us went public said exactly who we are they would find other reasons to say that we're not Rangers fans mm-hmm. you know right now it's oh you're anonymous and so it must secretly be Celtic fans trying to make the club look bad or whatever but if we came out um, and you know we all you know put faces to ourselves people would say oh well you're not really Rangers fans because you know this person has this specific belief or you know this person identifies as this I don't I'm not confident that getting completely rid of any anonymity would convince these people who are criticising us for being anonymous, that we are really Rangers fans anyway. So... I can, kind of, I can kind of relate to you there on, 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 on some of the things you've said there, um, that the way if you came came out and just showed your face or, or standing in a Rangers top at Ibrooks, for instance, that would be the, the main way to show that you're a, a Rangers fan, I guess. But somebody would still find something in your, your background. And obviously, I come mm-hmm. from a... A Muslim background, um, yeah. 
and I often it's quite frustrating actually and annoys me sometimes. I've been a Rangers fan since I was six, probably six, seven years old. You know, that's when I first started, first started watching Rangers. Um, you know, glory days I grew up in the the nine in a row, almost getting the ten in a row. Some of the some great, great times. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I loved it, but I was very young at that age, so I didn't really know or was educated on how extreme the whole Protestant Catholic thing was. I was kind of because I wasn't in that that background. I was in a Muslim home. It never affected me that much, you know. I was just watching the football. But as I started getting older, and I was, um, I've, I've been to different places, watched matches, or, or just bumped into people in the street um, after an old firm game, and I, and I remember vividly. Bumping into a bunch of Celtic fans. It's not the first time this has been said to me. It's not. I don't think it'll be the last. And they'd actually won the old firm um, that day, and they were obviously in rowdy, rowdy mood. And I was in a news agent, and they were, you know, all happy. And I said, "Oh, you know, good one for Celtic." He says, "Oh, good one for you as well." And I said, "No, no, mate, not good one for me. I support the other team. I'm, I'm a Rangers fan." And he, they, he looked at me like disgrace. Like looked at me like you're a Rangers fan. Like how can how can this brown skinned boy be a be a Rangers fan, and I was quite offended by it because I'm thinking, well, no, I've been a Rangers fan all my life. I shouldn't have to be feel uncomfortable about it. But that kind of re- relates a little bit to what you just said when you said if we even came out and said, well, this is who we are, this is our faces, there might be something in your background that people would question whether you're a Rangers fan or not. And I guess that's what you're ultimately trying to tackle with all of this because if it's going to be everyone, anyone, and the club's going to be open and diverse, then it shouldn't really matter what your background is, should it? No, absolutely. And I can, not your specific experience, but I can relate to the gist of what you're saying because I, you know, I'm obviously not publicly saying who I am in this particular interview, but I'm happy to say um, that I've talked in the past um, and with my friends and with people generally, I'm a gay football fan. And I've, I've had Celtic fans say to me, oh, you know, must be fun um, for you to be gay going at eyebrows with all those bigots. And, you know, like, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, same kind of discrimination. People, people, and that's coming from Celtic fans, basically. That's not Rangers fans. It's good of me from being a Rangers fan. That's Celtic fans trying to say that I shouldn't be a Rangers fan because, you know, I belong to a certain community. Um but, you know, if if we did come out and put our faces out there, then there are some Rangers fans who would absolutely pick on several different characteristics and say, well, you're not a Rangers fan because of this, that, and the next thing. And, you know, coming out publicly has its benefits. Um, but what I would say is that anonymity has the benefit of not making this about individuals. You know, this is not about one individual person this is about a group of us who have come together through a common cause to try and you know enact change within the club that we love and that's what it's about and you know one person coming out and saying you know I am Rangers fans for change would ultimately serve to just make it about that person at least for you know a period of time and if we if some of us do want to come out publicly it has to be at the right time and we want to make sure that the focus remains on the movement rather than you know individual people can i just ask though see the all the individual people in the group is it, is it quite a a diverse bunch i mean if you've got different religious beliefs 
different sexual orientations, different, is it, is it that, is it quite a widespread? Well, yeah, um, we do have quite a diverse group um, um, amongst us. We have uh, people of colour, we have people from different um, ethnic and religious backgrounds. Um, I am, you know, from the LGBT community and I'm not the only one yeah. um, in the group. Um, we've got, you know, quite a mixed uh, gender balance. Um, so, yeah, it is like a broad church of people um, in the group. And, you know, people who criticise the club have this stereotypical view of a Rangers fan as a, you know, heterosexual white man who, you know, is bigoted and has all these certain beliefs. And, you know, we are indicative of the fact that that's simply not the case and you know it's part of the reason that we're so eager to see positive change within the support and within the club because you know we are a lot of us are the kind of people that the everyone anyone campaign is targeted at um, and we come from a lot of different communities and a lot of different backgrounds. So the group in particular, have you, I, I take it you have experienced um, some sort of, have you experienced bigotry? What's your, what's your kind of, how involved are you with the club? Do you go to, do, do most of the people go to Ibrox, go and watch games? Um, and, and, and have they had any bad experiences um, in the terraces at Ibrox? And is that what's kind of prompted this as well? Um, as well as other things like the chanting um, of the secretarianism in the in the street just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, so um, most of us uh, go to games at least sometimes. Um, most of us live in Scotland, and there are season ticket holders amongst us. Um, so uh, we are like fans who are actively involved with the club. Um, personally, I've I've heard like homophobic slurs chucked about between individual people in the ground. Um, I can't say that I've like seen any like systemic issues with regards to that, and I've never personally been targeted by anything. But um, there are a couple of people in the group who have had experiences of uh, hearing racist chanting. Um, and we have people who are from an Irish background as well. And, you know, here in the sectarian chanting is obviously not a pleasant experience for them or for any of us, really, because we're going to see all forms of bigotry stamped out from inside the ground. There's nothing we can do about, you know, individuals saying things privately between them but certainly we want to encourage the club to be proactive and making sure it doesn't happen within the stadium so speaking as a, a rangers fan myself i know i'm far from a season ticket holder but i, I mean i've been to ibrox um from from a young age um all the way i actually used to get to go with my my neighbor because um him and his daughter were season ticket holders and if she ever felt ill i always got the ticket um, so it was quite cool. I would get a surprise ticket every now and then. And, and, and my experience of childhood of going to Ibrox when I was a, a young teenager 
was all good memories. Um, and and I would say an occasional shout from the stands of a an opposition player throws a tackle in. He happens to be from a colour background. There might be a, a comment. But when you actually think about it, it would always tend to be from, from one person. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't it wasn't a feeling that I got across all the stand. Um, I've never been directly ever racially insulted um, at Ibrooks, so that's 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 a good thing. The other yeah. thing is, I remember going to Ibrooks to watch a game one night, um, and I went down at half time to get something to eat, and Ibrooks sell halal pies. So I took a quick <laughs> Snapchat because I'm always having to defend being a Rangers fan, like all my fellow. Scottish Muslim friends, for instance, the majority support Celtic, and they can't they can't really understand how what you know why I've supported Rangers. So I took the I took the video of it and I said, well, here you go, you can get halal pies at Ibrook. So they're not they must be they're doing. They, 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 I don't see any major issue here. Uh, move <laughs> on. Um, but what where I think that the majority of it comes from is the bigotry between Protestants and Catholics, which is. Never, I think, look, it's a rivalry and it's a, it's, it goes into the history and I, I don't know it inside out, so I don't like to try and comment too much. But what's mm-hmm. sad is that we're in 2021 um, and we are still seeing it on the streets. And what's sad is mm-hmm. half of the Protestant Catholics that I know are friends. They work with each other. They they see each other. You know, they, they, they're around, you know, even marriages have happened now that Protestants have married Catholics and, you know, times are moving on, but we seem to be kind of remaining, a, a certain set of fans seem to be holding on to that bigotry. How does that ultimately ever get tackled or ever go away? Because I'm, I'm sceptical about that. Yeah, I mean, it is upsetting and can make you feel deflated when you see things like this happen again and again. Um, I think what we derive encouragement from is that, for instance, um, when Glenn Kamara was racially abused earlier this year, the vast majority of fans got behind him and you know, absolutely supported the club in the anti-racist messaging that they put out following the incident. And, you know, I've since uh, fans were allowed back in, um, pretty much every time I've been in, when the players take the knee, it's an overwhelmingly positive response from the fan. Any boos are drowned out by people clapping and cheering for it. And so... To us, that indicates that the vast majority of fans understand that bigotry and discrimination are wrong. And, you know, when the Glen Kamara incident happened, it was plain as day to them that that was wrong. And people were vociferous in condemning it. But when it comes to you know the Protestant Catholic issue to sectarianism just because of the history behind it and the fact that a lot of the criticism from it comes from Celtic fans. People, some people where they would absolutely condemn discrimination of another kind have a sort of blind spot when it comes to this. Where 
they think that they can't criticize it because if they criticize it, then that's, you know, giving into criticism from, you know, a rival club. And it's just about making people understand that, you know, it's healthy to have rivalry between football clubs, but this sort of anti-Irish bigotry is not something that is acceptable or that can be part of the rivalry. But it comes back to, I agree. I agree. I, I, I think we should all respect each other's beliefs and what we come from and what our, you know, whatever it may be, whatever, with you being from the LGBT community, you know, that's who you mm-hmm. are. And the days of being targeted for being from that background is, should be, should be gone now. You know, people, the companies in particular, when you get when you get a job now and you are taken through kind of your onboarding process, like discrimination, racism of any sort is made very clear. And most of the companies I've worked with anyway in the handbooks that if you're found to be partaking in any of this, you will no longer be working for the company. Um, yeah. And that's that kind of and you notice that you work with different people in the office from different, different backgrounds. And, and you may be skeptical when you first meet somebody because you don't really know them that well, or you, you've not never met a person from, from that country or whatever. And over time, it's a great thing when you get to know different people um, and you get to understand what their beliefs are and what their background is. And and, and there's a respect there. I think what, what makes it difficult, I mean, I, I've got lots of friends from a Protestant background, Catholic background, and obviously... I know it exists. It's just kind of like it's all right to, you know. I'm not against Muslims and I'm not against them. I'm not against them, but I don't like, don't like Catholics or same with the Catholics. Yeah. Don't, like, don't like Protestants, and it's 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 sad because how do you how do you change that? And and most of the people I'm talking about, they've grown up in that probably in their households, and that probably is then going to get passed on to the next generation, and then yeah. the next generation. So. I agree with what you said right back at the start with the everyone, anyone campaign. Maybe it needs to be a little bit more specific. Um, But also at the same time, I want to put out here right now that we are both very much Rangers fans. I, I, you know, I, I love, uh, love watching Rangers, love the success that's come back to the club and been Mm -hmm. through some, been through some tough times, but this is not just a Rangers problem. This is far from just a Rangers problem. I mean, when it comes Absolutely. to racism, look at what the, the England players just went through when they when they missed the penalties in the Euro final. They got absolutely abused on social media. And this brings me into my next question. Are you ever going to be able to get rid of stuff like this when social media allows people to make fake accounts and spread bigotry and racism and hatred? Yeah, I mean, going back to what you said, you're absolutely right. Um and I just want to, before I answer your main question, I just want to highlight the fact that what you said about it not being just a Rangers problem, I think this is part of the problem within, you know, the Scottish uh, media and pundits particularly, is that quite often people speak as if it is just a problem with Rangers. And, you know, there are systemic issues with bigotry and discrimination. Um, absolutely. And, you know, that's the reason we exist, to try and do a bit to address it but I think it doesn't help any 
uh, Rangers fan who is engaging in this kind of behaviour when they feel that the club and support is being exclusively targeted uh, for this behaviour when, as you said, we saw it after the Euros where it's like thousands upon thousands of disgusting racist messages and you know tweets were sent to the you know the black players who missed the penalties. Um, but in terms of can we ever get rid of these things, it's a difficult question. It's personally we don't think that it's it would be helpful or proportionate for us to say that our goal is to stamp out bigotry and racism from society entirely. I mean, we all know that the world isn't perfect and no no bad thing can ever be completely eradicated, but you can try and resolve systematic and society-wide discrimination as best you can. Um, you know, we want there to be an environment where young Rangers fans and young people generally grow up knowing that it isn't acceptable to engage in bigoted and discriminatory behaviour. Um, and, you know, we don't believe that most of these, the people who, you know, sing these songs are irredeemable. They aren't, you know, bad people at their core and that education is ultimately the key. You know, the world is moving on a lot when it comes to discrimination of all kinds we feel the club has moved on with the everyone everyone at the everyone anyone campaign and you know we want the support at large to move on with the club as well social media side of things there mm-hmm. wow social media now somebody could potentially say that you guys are a, a, a fake because obviously there's no name to it at the moment but you're not spreading um you, you're not doing you're not spreading bigotry, racism, you know, yes, people I think think maybe you have a an agenda and you're not Rangers fans, but you know, I'm very comfortable to to say that I know you're definitely Rangers fans. Um mm-hmm. you're spreading a positive message. You haven't badmouthed Rangers um at any point. You're you're more just are, are highlighting no, we, we want I mean, we want a good positive change so that people can't target the club anymore. Yeah, I mean this is the thing is what you said like why would a group of Celtic fans create, you know, a page and a movement that is trying to get the club and the support to be seen in a better light? It just doesn't make any sense. You know, like... You would have said <laughs> something by now that was more controversial to try and hate mm-hmm. on the club or... And, and I, I mean, I've, I've seen most of the... Pretty much most of the stuff that you've posted and all I get from it is, is that she just wants to show that, you know, the club gets a lot of negative press. Um, and I do think, I agree with you, there's a lot of people out there in the media with agendas against Rangers. And they mm-hmm. try to highlight that even more. Um, but then it doesn't help when hundred odd, couple of hundred odd people walk down a street in the middle of Glasgow singing, you know, hate, hatred songs towards another type of, 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 and then that allows everyone to jump on the bandwagon. And I do think it feels like yeah. it turned into a bit of a point scoring exercise rather than, oh, we need to put an end to this and how can we stop this? And we need to stop it from both sides. Then I told you I was in a toilet the other day, a public toilet and a petrol pump, and I read F the Huns on the wall. So it's not just happening from one side. No, um, you're absolutely right. And 
you know, that that is, I've said it before earlier um, in the podcast, but I'll say it again because it is very key that things aren't going to improve with this, you know, cycle of, you know, some Rangers fans caught singing a bigoted song and then just an onslaught of cynical point scoring from, you know, your usual media pundits and the same folk every time that the fans who have engaged in this behaviour aren't going to listen to these people. You know, these people aren't going to convince them that their behaviour is wrong, aren't going to... These people aren't making any effort to educate these fans as to why their behaviour is wrong. And so that that is why this group exists, because it has to come from us. No, I think it's... Uh... I've got it's been a it's been it's been good to talk and get a clearer understanding. Not that you haven't been clear on your on your social media, but obviously getting to ask certain questions and understand exactly where you're coming from. But I do uh, completely agree that I, I find that there's a lot of um, powers above that do seem to have a bit of a personal vendetta against Rangers. And yes, it, if it's not done in the right way, it's not going to get a positive response. So. I think what you what you're what you're trying to do ultimately then what are you trying to do and how are you going to go about it? So we have been we have plans to get in touch with the Rangers charity. Um, we have contacted various uh, actors within the club. Um, we've contacted the SLO, the managing director. Uh, we've gotten in touch with other Rangers affiliated groups like Ibrox Pride um, to have dialogue and to you know, ways on ways in which we can address these issues within the club. Um, there are plans as well to organise um, food bank collections, um, possibly fundraise um, to get tickets for, you know, low-income fans who wouldn't otherwise be able to afford them uh, and things like this. Just, you know, grassroots community work in the local area and engaging constructively with you know important people within the club to find ways to address these issues and to you know encourage education of like within the club about bigotry and discrimination and hopefully through these actions we can do our bit to help tackle it and how's the response been so far? How have you, um, I think, how long, has it been a couple of weeks since you've started it? How have you, you mentioned you've contacted quite a lot of groups, et cetera, there. What kind of response are you getting and how have you found the response so far on social media? Um, so, yeah, it's been 11 days now, I think, since we launched the page. Um, and the initial response was massive. You know, like, it just picked up so quickly. It was a bigger response than we could have hoped for and you know we had plenty of you know skepticism and criticism but we also have had a lot of really <coughs> encouraging messages from you know fans of rangers fans of other clubs um you know we've had um, people like amar anwar uh tweeting about us which was you know a huge honor and the response has been mostly positive and we're really encouraged by the platform that we've managed to build up already. 
Um, and yeah, we're looking forward to seeing where it goes from here. Well, look, it's really cool to hear that you're um, you're looking to engage with different groups, work with different people, because that's the only way, you know, you could start to to go about change. I think you have to go beyond just social media, although social media is very, very powerful. Um, and I think if you're going to, if that will grow there, you know, the message will go far and wider. But I think the fact that you mentioned grassroots, local communities and, 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 and giving just a, uh, show the club in the light that it is, which is a which is a great football club with a amazing history, um, amazing fans who you know are loyal through thick and thin. Um, I was actually just watching a clip today of Gary Neville. Um, I'm sure, it's public knowledge, I'm sure, out there already. But he said it's the loudest, most amazing atmosphere he's ever played in. Um, you know that's what that's what Rangers and Ibrooks is all about. Obviously, fifty fifth title last year. Uh, hopefully we're looking good again so far this season. But look, I mm-hmm. wish you all the very best in your um, in your journey with us. Um, I hope people see it for what it is, which is, you know, you're not out to attack your club. You know, you've got love for your club. You want good for your club. But you're also a bit bored and tired of the same old um, bashing that the club does get in the media. But there are some sets of fans that don't always do themselves or the club any favours. So if we Absolutely, can... Yeah stamp that out and educate a little bit better moving forward, then hopefully it can become a little bit more. Listen, Celtic Rangers is never going to be for the faint-hearted, that's for sure. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it would be nice to hear that, you know, our next generation of kids are not listening to certain songs being sang in the terraces or anything or outside the stadium that will influence them uh, because, you know, Catholics, Protestants, Muslims, Jewish people, every all different religions... Um, we live here in, in a city of Glasgow, and we live in we live mostly in harmony. So uh, it would be nice for it to be a little less of that and more about the football. Um, and yeah, a couple more titles for Rangers rather than Celtic will do me just fine. Yeah, absolutely. And what you said is absolutely right. You know, Rangers is a massive institution, supported by you know millions of people globally and hundreds of thousands within you know Scotland and the UK, and it has such an important place in the local community, has so much influence and importance from the local community. And we believe that the club can be a real vector for positive change. And it can do really great things, um, even outside of football. And, you know, that's what we want to encourage and be a part of. Um, because we know what, you know, we know what good the club is capable of and we want to be a part of realising it. Well, I wish you all the very best. Um, as you know, I'm a, I've been a public supporter of uh, of what you're doing. Um, I've got even more of an understanding now of, of what you're doing. So I look forward to seeing your, your group grow and you know, see more and more positivity because in general, I've seen so many positive messages from Rangers fans um, in response to what you're doing. The, the, the scepticalness seems to only be coming from a few. It's, it's been more overwhelming and, and a positive front. So long long may that continue. Thank you very much for speaking to me today. Um, and yeah, all the very best. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me.